1: Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio on this historic day. Well, something happened yesterday, last night, into this morning that I don't think too many people are predicting. We have a new president, and the new president's name is Donald Trump. How about that for everyone? We're expecting that, were you? Now, no. here's what <laughs> Julie, and I, Julie and I have been talking since this morning, basically, because we've started getting emails from a lot of our personal coaching clients and a lot of listeners, and we started getting a lot of communications from people really overreacting emotionally and not knowing what to do, but mostly reacting to how their clients were reacting. I had emails come in from a what, three or four different clients um, out of L.A., and they had big deals that were falling out, and a couple of them sent me the actual emails from their sellers or their buyers, mm. and they were literally blaming uh, the presidential election results on their decision mm. not to buy or sell a house. You know, guys, it's a new president. We've done that before, approximately every four years. This is not some sort not of new thing. You know, Martian landing. They're not. Martians aren't landing, making us into sex slaves. Okay, so we just need to be clear about that. This is something that happens on a regular basis. Your clients will overreact your buyers and your sellers in your market will overreact. That means that you have to hold steady. If anything, you want to use any uncertainty as your opportunity to get sellers to price their houses correctly or and move sellers who are thinking about waiting about putting their houses on the market, get them to put their houses on the market sooner. Um, so, you know, the interesting way to do that is essentially saying, Mr. Seller, the fact is is that, you know, there is a lot of uncertainty out there. Uh, there is a lot of fo- are a lot of folks out there that are not sure about their you know moving forward plans, and we won't really see the full effect of that until late spring, early summer of next year when we really start seeing what uh, Trump does and his guys his first 100 days in office. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to piss a lot of people off that is most likely going to cause a lot of fear and consternation. So it's more of what a lot of folks are feeling now amplified. It is what it is. It's normal, natural a new present type thing. So, Mr. Seller, what I would suggest is we have the house. I know you were originally planning on putting the house for sale in the spring, but we should seriously consider putting the house on the market now so that we beat the bulk of the fear and we beat the bulk of the uncertainty that is inevitable late spring, early summer of next year. Julie, what types of things are you hearing from your clients and agents <laughs> and coaches and everything else?
0: Well, it's, I thought it just interesting to observe that, It's like excuses du jour from the market, right? It it was the holidays and the election, and now it's who's the president. And, you know, we can't lose sight of the fact that normal people do move for normal reasons, regardless of all the rest. Okay, and if it wasn't the president change, it would be something about interest rates or it would be the time of year, or whatever. So remember, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. You make your own market and you have your own conversations and you move people who need to move. So that's, I think, one of the prevailing thoughts. I had a coaching client tell uh, me today that they thought it was very interesting that this election was one using business strategy, not political strategy. And that, yes, we have someone with no military experience or political experience, but using his business brain got him there. And I said, you know, so give me an example of what was making you think that. And he said, well, look at the language that Trump has been using. He says things like, we will do it, and I believe we will do it. I believe we will win. How many times he has said, I believe we will win. And so then we talked about, you know, how does that translate into, for example, real estate? Well, what are your prevailing thoughts when you say, go on a listing appointment? Are you saying to yourself, I am the best agent for the job of helping these people? This is my next listing? Or are you saying, well, you know, you win some and you lose some. And then we talked about uh, that thought that – he had I will win and it was interesting this coaching client said you know it's not that I think that Hillary wanted to lose but there's a difference between not wanting to lose versus wanting to win it's not actually the same thing and I thought isn't that an interesting mindset thought
1: what coaching client said all that first name Lance Lance Oh, you need to get him on the radio again. That was really, really good. I know. Wasn't that good? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. fantastic. I mean, but seriously, mm-hmm. those are, that is a really great observation, and it is really true. That, frankly, is what makes me excited for Mr. Trump. And you know what, Julie? We might as well confess. We both voted for Trump. <laughs> if you guys have been listening for a long time, you probably know us well enough to know that we did. So here's the thing with Trump is you know he's going to get things done. Now, he might not be getting the things done that people want to get done, but he will get things done. And here's what excites me about Trump is that I think he'll actually get things done not having to basically pay back political favors. The nepotism that has taken over our country, uh, the nepotism, frankly, guys, that's taken over a lot of our industry, those things have to go away. Those things have to be replaced by new ways of doing things and new ways of thinking. Julie and I experience. Now, this is going to seem like a little self-serving, me telling you guys that, but I just want to put, you, put this in perspective. Julie and I have experienced the detrimental effects of having to compete against a, ne- a nepotistic uh, you know, business structure and industry structure it's from day one when we got our real estate licenses. A lot of you guys are – let me explain in case you don't know what I'm talking about. As you start to break out of your mold or the mold, as you start being – say, for example, if you're a new agent like we were, 25 years ago, and we sold 100 houses our first year. That's not something that was normal. As a new agent, you're supposed to struggle. As a new agent, life is supposed to suck. As a new agent, you're supposed to be grateful when you could sell the low end mobile home buyer that takes yeah. you five hours Living to drive one way to get it. Right. Yes, as a new agent, you're not supposed to be successful. And when you do that, you threaten the power you threaten the paradigm. You threaten the structure that's in place. Now, if you scale that and you start basically become really successful, as a lot of our coaching clients have, Lance, for example, Lance and Karen Kenmore in Washington State, who Julia was referring to, they're selling hundreds of houses per year. Well, they're going to be a threat to the established brokers. They're going to just the very nature, the structure of how the business is supposed to work because it's always worked that way. Now, here's something else that's interesting that I, and I'm i going to sound political and I don't care. The interesting thing I've noticed about conservative folks or Republicans in general, when they become successful and they climb the, they climb the mountain, what they do is they are, they are anxious to show other people how to follow them up that path. They want desperately to you know to go down the path again and say, hey, look, I did it. You can come back up. Think about this, guys. But I've noticed that the mindset with regards to um, folks on the other side who become successful is they get up to the top and what they then do is they build up walls and make it very difficult for other people to follow them up. Let me drill down on this, and then Julie and I are going to get to our topic. And I know some of you guys are going to be upset because we're talking about this, but listen, you just need to open your minds. We're, you know, if Trump's our president for the next four years, maybe maybe the next eight years. There's no sense in giving yourself heartburn over it. Let's just open our minds to think that some of you guys who are thinking so far to the, you know, the the liberal progressive side, maybe it's time that you open your minds to reflect the fact that the country is needing a little bit more of a balance. The pendulum just merely swung way too far to the left, and now maybe you could argue it's swinging way too far to the right, and it's going to balance back out and it's going to be in the middle. That's how this works. That's why our country is so magnificent. But getting back to my little observation from you know, being in my mid-40s, owning several businesses, having owned several businesses, the thing, again, I've noticed is that generally speaking, when conservative people get to the top, They want to share how they did it. They want to show you the path. They want to take you by the hand and encourage you to get to the top, whereas I've noticed a lot of liberal people, they get to the top, and then they build this structure around themselves. And oftentimes, and we're seeing it happen with these uh, uh, companies that overtly got involved in the political uh, arena this last go-around, and they were giving money. Don't forget, guys, who you saw give money to who. Don't forget what we've been telling you for years that you should just ignore all the media if you're not convinced by now that the media is essentially completely and totally avoidable has no benefit for you just go back and remember all the bullshit that you were being told about how you know <laughs> trump was going to lose how hillary had every state how you know all of this and look how wrong they were i think this was the biggest presidential win in his- in the history of the united states and yet, the media has been telling us something completely different. So you should immediately see the media as something you can completely and totally discount. And see it for what it is. It's just basically, you know, human cockfighting. That is what it is. And then when you're seeing, when you see these companies that get politically involved, they start donating money. Well, the reason they're doing that isn't because they're trying to encourage growth. And, uh, you know, basically more new businesses opening up to become competitors. What they do is they get this position of power, and then they want to wall in that position of power by aligning themselves with regulations and uh, politicians and attorneys, and they want to actually make it so that it's harder for other people to compete with them. That's the reason that people do have a tendency to hate big, com- uh, big companies because they lose their entrepreneurial power, they lose their creativity, and then they just become protectionist. In a lot of ways, that's been what's happening to uh, you know, essentially a lot of the aspects of our country. Our industry is like that. Our industry acts very protectionist. I think in the next four years, maybe the next eight years, we're going to see finally the ushering in hopefully, of some more business-minded entrepreneurial thoughts. I don't want to feel like I have to hide my light in the barrel. Do you? I don't want to have to be ashamed of the fact that we're successful. Do you? I don't want to have to compensate for the fact that when I have a coaching client and I'm talking about money with them, and I, I know some of you guys are so almost ashamed to tell us that you actually want to be rich. It isn't an easy conversation anymore for people to actually express their desire to be financially free. They feel guilty about it. What the hell is that all about? Does that even make sense to you? Well, evidently, it didn't make sense to a majority of the country, and that's one of the reasons I think Trump won. So embrace the next four to eight years, but realize at the end of the day, guys, it is going to be what it is. And at it, your mindset, your approach, your skill set – and remembering that no matter what direction interest rates, the economy, or anything else, you know, we did this survey. We're about to publish the results, Julie. And one of the questions was, it, you know, what is your biggest fear? You know, what is it that you're most concerned about?" And one of the questions was like the economy changing or the housing market taking a, a downturn. And virtually all of the people answering the question said, "No, I am not fearful of that. I'm ready." I've lived through it before. I know I can live in any changing market. If you guys don't have that mindset, because obviously those are long-time coaching clients and listeners, if you don't yet possess that mindset, if you're fearful of interest rates or of the economy or any of these other types of political hot buttons that they're trying to motivate you guys to vote one way or the other over, if those are the things that you are carrying around as burdens, A, purge yourself of media, but B, just get your education on. That's what you have to do. Just dial up your skill set. Realize that you can be successful in any market. In a changing market, guys, there'll be more people that need agents with a certain and specific skill sets. And if you don't have that, identify what it is and learn how to do it. Short sales, REOs, BPOs, helping people basically figure out how to do short payoffs with uh, their mortgage lender, helping, you know, if interest rates go up a lot, helping figure out, uh, folks figuring out how to do, uh, you know, owner finance, just all these different scenarios that you guys will have to adjust to if you speci- uh, e- expect to be in this market. Don't delay and wait for when I'm saying, to be like for you to be 100% convinced it's true. Julie and I have been warning you guys for 2 years that there was going to be a recession that was going to follow the next presidential election. It's going to happen. There's no question about it. So get ready. There's going to be a housing slowdown. We what 18 months ago, guys, we started telling you we're seeing signs happening in the upper end markets. I what we pay attention to, how we know what we know is cuz we are associated with some of the top BPO companies in the country, and they will email us and they'll say, "Tim and Julie, we need agents to do BPOs in these particular markets. We have, you know, a huge increase." And then we'll get emails from you guys, from our clients, from our listeners, and you'll say, "Something weird just happened over the weekend. I got like 20 BPO requests." Well, then I'll ask them. So tell me about the BPO requests. That is the 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 uh, essentially that is the look forward that we use as our competitive advantage to tell you guys what's happening in the marketplace. Listen to what your coach or your future coach is telling you right now. There has been a dramatic increase in BPOs. That is the canary in the coal mine. The housing market is going through, you know, you're going to start seeing it in the next six months, a pretty significant correction. So don't be fearful of it. Embrace it. Get ready for it. Julie, any other thoughts before we get back to our topic, which is the four secrets to setting up money-making database?
0: Yes. Well, you know, what's very interesting is how many agents I spoke with today who said they didn't realize how much more positive they would feel about how well their business is doing right now as a result of this election. And I thought that was interesting. It's almost like because everybody believed it was going a different way, nobody allowed themselves to picture what it would be like if, you know, it was okay to, say, talk about money again or talk about your business, feel successful and positive about that. So I thought that was very interesting. And, of course, to an agent, everybody is pretty happy about the fact that a real estate guy (laughs) – Is going to be running the country,
1: so don't forget that little morsel of truth. How did that happen, honestly? Oh my God! (laughs) There's a realtor who is the commander-in-chief of the country. This is like our dream scenario. Let's just be honest. Let's just let's just take off the gloves. This is the dream scenario for all of you. It it truly is. You know, well, don't there forget were the tax so many, benefits that many will be feeling too. Well, so but, there's that. But Julie, you and I, you and I promised each other we mm. weren't going to talk about this during yep. the whole radio right, show. Right. we did talk. Enough. But well, but this, you just touched on something. It's I think important that we touch on it. You know, we talk about just ever so briefly. If you guys go down the list of positive benefits that's going to happen to you, but remember, we're real estate coaches helping realtors build businesses, make a profit. So that's our primary focus. So I look for the things that are going to dramatically or positively affect your businesses. And I'll tell you what they are. Julie just touched on one. Guys, Google what Trump's going to do about uh, income taxes. I'll just foreshadow it for you. It's damn good for you. Okay, So yeah. research that. Google what, um, what Hillary was going to do, or at least talking about doing, with regards to 1099 em- uh, employees or you know, contractors. She was essentially, and had talked about essentially making it so that was going to be almost impossible. Think how many people you use right now as 1099ers. Think about the fact that you guys are 1099ers. You guys, and it started in California with Uber and other things. You guys maybe have been reading about all these uh, court cases. Those have all been politically motivated. Uh, by removing people from 1099s and putting them on W-2s, that increases the taxes. It sways things back towards you know, essentially having more political power over individuals. 1099s give people a, an opportunity to be independent. 99.9% of you listing are 1099 employees. As a 1099 employee, you have more control over your money. You can actually build wealth quicker. You will pay less taxes depending on how your corporation is set up. All of that is to your benefit, and Julie and I could go down to a list of more things. I promise you that all the benefits of owning real estate and owning investing real estate, those aren't going to go away. You know, interest carry and all those types of things. And heck, guess what? If Trump does build the wall, if you're down on the border, you know, Julie and I live in a border state. There's gonna be an economic surge that's gonna happen right down along any part of the border where there's gonna be this hypothetical wall that's gonna get built. That's gonna be a good thing on a very localized level. So look for the positive, be optimistic. Here's the interesting observation I wrote down, and I wrote this down, I was gonna share it with you guys on a different radio show, but I'll try to you know. Optimism moves to fear and stays in fear longer. So when you're feeling optimistic, you can feel optimistic for five seconds, and then you'll go into fear mode, and people tend to stay in fear mode for weeks, years, their entire lives. So be careful. When you're feeling optimistic, protect that. Guard that, because what happens is optimism moves to fear and stays in fear longer versus fear turning to optimism. So in other words, there's some sort of pull within us that basically pulls us towards the negative stronger than the magnetic pull to pull us towards the positive. This is a formulating thought within your coach, but that is an observation I've been making. People have more of an inclination to feel negative and act negatively than feel positive and act positively. So monitor yourself on that. Don't let any of the 100% proven to be distrusted, just garbage press, negatively influence your opportunity to have a fantastic next four years and maybe next eight years. I really think – And Julie and I started the radio show a few years ago on the premise that this was the start of the real estate, uh, the real estate, best real estate market of our lives. You guys remember that? And then we start talking about the the inevitable recession. Some of you guys were confused. How can those things both be true? Because they can be true for the agents that know how to basically work in any markets. Now we have a, a realtor that's running the country. Can you see how there's no other? There's reasons all around you to be optimistic? You're in the right place at the right time. Now get your skills on. Learn how to be of service to other people at the highest level. If your experience has only been in the past six or seven years of selling real estate, I assure you that the skill set you have is going to dissipate Be virtually worthless over the next six months as your market starts to change. So please take this seriously and drill down. So what Julie and I are doing today, hopefully you guys aren't too, uh, you know, some of you guys we've made mad. I realize that. Others of you guys are saying, finally, Tim and Julie are speaking their truth, and we are. And this is where we come from, and this is what we believe. So embrace the market. Realize that your highest and truest purpose is to be of service to others. And if you cannot be of service to every single buyer and seller you come across, then it's your moral obligation to learn how to be of service to folks. Am I overstating that, Julie? No, not at all. It's kind of nice to have the gloves off, so you know <laughs> Yeah, it is. Well let's, let's just see yeah. how much, let's see how much shit we get in our emails from people who are uh, not agreeing that's with okay. us.: but That's okay. We can handle it.: it. Our, emails, all right. our emails Our emails, by the way, are Tim at Tim or Julie at Tim Tim at Tim or Julie at tim um, So yeah. New time in history, new housing surge, new opportunities, new incredible mindset that's going to be focused on capitalism, it's going to be focused on folks actually being comfortable with building strong personal and, uh, frankly, national economies, and I'm excited about that. So the topic is, and it's a carryover from what we were talking about the other day, but this is going to be you know, relatively four quick points about four secrets to setting up a money-making database. So Julie, why did you choose this as a topic?
0: <clears throat> well, you know, this is the most common thing for our grizzled veterans to say looking back. We wish we would have done more better sooner. So, now is the time to correct this and because as our discussion was yesterday, most real estate decisions in terms of who am I going to list with when I decide to sell my house, most decisions are made first by who do I already know? And secondly, if I don't already know somebody where I'm just going to call you and say, "All right, it's time to list." Secondly, If I don't have that going on, I'm going to ask a trusted friend or advisor for a simple referral, and then I'm going to use who they refer, probably. I might interview two or three referrals, but I'm still going off of a referral, and it's not until I've exhausted that possibility that I respond to marketing. So instead of plastering the world with your marketing, praying to the real estate gods that it will reach that last 10% who might possibly make their decision based off of your marketing piece, wouldn't it be better to be the agent that they already know? So that's why... We're spending so much time on this. So, yesterday we kind of laid out the groundwork. Today we're talking about your center of influence and past client expansion plan. So, how do you know what to say, what to send, who you're going to meet with, how you're going to do this? Well, the overriding theme this is a mindset thing should be acts of kindness instead of looking at it as prospecting, oh my God, I've got to talk to my past client list. We're reaching out, we're communicating so that you can have the 10% rule work in your favor 10% of your list should either do a deal with you buying or selling or refer somebody to you on a yearly basis And most of our clients have well more than 10% because they follow exactly what we're going to be talking about on today's show as well as tomorrow and possibly even the next day so let's talk about their expansion plan here's the secret for that Avoid dependence on just electronic communication. Just having an email plan or a drip system isn't going to be enough. So first we've got to look at actually setting up your database correctly. And this is sort of a black hole. We could probably have a call, or a uh, podcast just about all the random ways agents think they have a database. But we're going to recommend that you use Mojo cells to organize your database and create specific folders. This creates efficiency and organization. So Mojo Cells is most known for uh, expireds and unrepresented sellers or uh, FISBOs. So most agents don't know that they can use Mojo to organize their actual past client center of influence database. Why is that important? Because using the Mojo Dialer, let's say that you've got 500 people in your database and you are just sick to death of dialing and dialing and hitting voicemail and never getting through to anybody. Well, you can upload your database using the Mojo Dialer, and find out who's home so you can have actual communication. Does that make sense, Tim? I kind of throw all that out at once.
1: Well, okay, here's the bottom line with the CRM and all the rest of it. There's a ton of them out there nowadays. Um, Mojo Cells, um, we like because it is a dialer. You can load your – just as Julie just said, load it all in there. But they're really – here's the answer to the question of what CRM should I use, and we get that question. It's probably one of the top 20 questions we get. It's the one you'll use, (laughs) right? It is. Mm -hmm. It's the simplest one that you'll use. Um, it shouldn't be difficult, really. If you're going to be, you know, taking your business seriously, you should be calling. And if you're going to have a data, if you're going to be taking your business seriously, you need to have a, a database. You need to have it organized. And so that is sort of an all-in-one solution that we like. It's simple. It's elegant. And. The best part of it is, it is a dialer. So it's not just information living someplace. When you log into Mojo, and you know, there's other services that are similar to Mojo, and then you get them to actually, you know, then you make it so that your schedule is uh, includes calling or making contact with so certain number of people every day, and your database is you know, it brought into the whole uh, conversation. That's pretty awesome. I mean, it makes it so that you have yep. a lot less having to think about things and plan and getting things done. Um, so yeah, that's definitely what I, I would suggest that, but there are other ones as well. So the answer truly is the one you'll use, what you'll
0: use. And when you decide, make sure you only use that and you're not dabbling with a bunch of other things and other methods and certain clients go in and other clients don't. So once you're committed, be committed to using one thing, excuse me, sorry. Uh, point number two, who goes in the list, your past clients, people from your sphere of influence and adopted clients. Who's an adopted clients? Somebody who bought your listing. And who do you, how do you know them? Well, you've got the information on your contract, your settlement statement. And so you should be tracking your seller who has moved somewhere, whether it's locally or not, and then whoever bought your listing. That is an adopted client. Great way to expand your list. And neighbors, friends, you know, lists from clubs that you belong to, neighborhood lists, things like that. Those all go into that database. Point number three, and this is the expansion plan. Commit to adding at least five new people per week to your list from your closings, your clubs, your meetings, your travels. All of you guys are out and about doing things. Make sure that you're adding all of those contacts. You know, if you always check out with the same person at Starbucks, and you know who the manager is at Starbucks, and when you walk into Starbucks, they say to you, Hey, Tim, how's real estate? That's somebody who should be in your database. That's somebody who should be getting your newsletter, who you should be training to think of you when somebody walks into Starbucks and says, you're not going to believe I just found out I'm getting relocated. I have to move next month. Okay. So make sure you're adding at least five new people per week. Some of our clients, in order to make themselves do that, will take a stack of their own business cards and make sure that they're exchanging. Every time I give my card out, I'm going to make sure I get your information back. That way I can do that on
1: a uh, daily, almost weekly basis, so point number well, so Julie, Julie, yeah Julie, uh, uh Tim Ventura actually told me that uh contactually was the other c r m that we a lot of our clients have had really good luck with, so guys look into that one yes. as well, and contactually has right. a really cool widget where it when if you load your database in there and then what it'll do you know you have to have given it enough information Contactually that is it'll then go find all the folks that are in your database online. So it will find them on Twitter. It will find them on Facebook. It will find them everywhere. And then when you're going to your list of people to call, and you can use Mojo to call out of Contactually, but when you go through that, what you're going to do is you're going to be able to have their latest posts on Facebook and whatnot show up on your contact. So that means that when you're making calls to these guys, you're going to see what they posted most recently on social, the pictures of their family and all the rest of it. Um, And he also asked me to remind you guys, a lot we did have uh, and we do have some spots available for later this week and the middle of next week for coaching calls with our, um, our coaches. So if you guys have yet to fill out that form, go ahead and do that. Name, email, phone number, and we'll call you right back and we'll set up an appointment with one of our coaches or you can just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com freecoachingcallsforagents.com this is the perfect time of year to be getting your obviously your business plan done for next year we have created a simple easy fill in the blank business plan we're going to give it to you it's called the real estate treasure map you get that book it's a book we've sold before but we're going to give it to our listeners where you get that book and i think it's six other books you can see the image of it right there on the website but if you're listening off iTunes or whatever just know that you're going to get a whole bunch of books just by completing the form. Go to freecoachingcalls.com or complete the form if you're on our website. You, like I said, you're going to get the books digitally. They're then going to get a call back, and they're going to, let you, you're going to get you started on the treasure map. They're going to help you get started on the really the, kind of the math part, just opening your mind to how the numbers actually work. So then you're going to get started on that. That's part of the coaching call. And then they're also going to answer any questions you have about the coaching program. This is a coaching program that really is, I think, becoming a movement in our country. I'm seeing a lot of people talk about it online. Just, it's, it's really the product that Julie and I have dreamed of making for the past 20 years. It's the product that, frankly... I wish we would have found when we got into real estate. So it's only $99 a month when you use the student approval program, which virtually all of you will do. It's a real-life coaching program. You get a coaching call per month with, a, with one of our great coaches. In addition to that, guys, you get all the listing presentations, all the buyer presentations, all the scripts, all the objection handlers. You get everything um, and if that wasn't good enough, you also get uh, two to three semi-private group calls, and Julie's group calls, actually, she does the one that's right after the radio show today, so make sure, listeners, if you're in the coaching program, you get on Julie's call today. Um, so that's all included, and when you use the student approval program, it's less than $100 a month, and here's the best part, guys. Every single one of you can be part of this program. Every single one of you are pre approved. We've actually, we're working with a lender. We're not the lender. We found a lender who basically will approve every single one of you, no matter what your past credit history was, no matter what your income. Nothing is going to stand in the way of you guys being able to be approved to be in this program. Every single one of you listening could easily get into this coaching program. Just fill out that form. Uh, We'll call you back. We'll answer any questions, get you started on your business plan, obviously get you started on what is necessary so that you guys can get ahead of the curve for next year. So listen, uh, we're going to wrap from where uh, we started today. We had one more point. We're going to talk about a similar topic with regards to centers of influence and past clients on tomorrow's show, maybe the show after that as well. Here's the the prevailing takeaway I want all of you to have. When you have the skill set, you will have the mindset, but none of those things happen unless you take action. So, much, uh, so many people, so many great ideas, so many great ambitions, so, many, so much potential is wasted on, on people procrastinating. It's wasted on, on people basically waiting for the right opportunity or, or waiting for just some alignment of some star system someplace that you know, doesn't really exist before they'll actually take their dreams and their goals seriously. Stop waiting. I, it does not matter how old you are. There's been so many – well, look, our new president is the oldest president that's ever been elected to office. Have you thought about that? So it does not matter how old you are. It does not matter what your race is. It does not matter anything. What matters more than anything is your skill set and your mindset and your willingness to take action on those two empowering forces. Please don't wait. Don't be fearful. Realize that you are in the right place at the right time. If you're willing to take the right actions, start with the idea that this business is a blessing. You are in a wonderful, incredible, beautiful profession. You are, you know, this, we, again, we get asked often, you know, just general people listening, and are not even agents, they're asking, should, what business should I get into? What, you know, they'll email me and they'll ask me about, what do you think of this investment or this franchise? I have yet to come across a single anything that's as good or potentially as profitable as getting a real estate license and selling residential homes. Not commercial, not being an investor, not flipping homes, nothing. I've yet to find anything that's as good as selling real estate. That's my honest opinion. If there was something else, trust me, we would have gone down that path, but there isn't. So drill down Accept the fact that you have everything you need provided you're willing to take the actions that are necessary for you to be of service to other people. If you're not experiencing the quality of life, the quality of mindset, the financial freedom, if you're not experiencing really everything in your life that you'd hoped you'd experience at this point in your life, it's simply for the fact that you have yet to accept that all of those things will follow your ability to help a lot of folks. There's a direct relationship between the number of people that you can help at a high level and the amount of you know, everything that you'll experience in life. So if you're living a life of scarcity, it's because you're treating the world as if success is a scarce thing, hard to get. Don't think like that. Shift your mindset. Embrace it. It doesn't matter what political leaning you have. Just realize that your highest and truest purpose is to be of service to others. That's in alignment with everyone, isn't it, that mindset? So take action on that. If there's anything we can ever do for you, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. In the meantime, we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow.
0: This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs,